Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. My name is Cheryl Kane, and I'm a registered nurse with Boston Healthcare for the Homeless Program. And I'm the director of nursing at the Barbara McGinnis House. This story is about a man by the name of Max Evans. Max was somebody who lived on the streets of Boston down by the aquarium. And he made his home. He lived in between two Jersey barriers. And every night he would go and sleep there. He had very long fingernails, big bushy beard, and hygiene was not his strong point. He was very feisty. And there'd be times when we would go to see Max and he was like a bear with a sore head. And he'd just yell and tell us to go away. One afternoon in the fall, um, he was having a nap on the wall by the aquarium, and some of his buddies threw him into the harbor. He ended up having a massive coronary and ended up at a local hospital. On a Sunday morning, I got a telephone call telling me that Max had left the hospital in just a johnny and a vest. And could I go and find him? So I left my house, and I went downtown to where he stayed. And sure enough, there he was between the two Jersey barriers. And sure enough, there he was in just a Johnny in a vest. It was Columbus Day weekend, and the weather was really cold. I brought him this fluorescent yellow down jacket. It was a beautiful jacket, except the color was bright. But when I gave it to him, he said, Oh my gosh, where did you get this? Everyone's going to see me. I told him it was my husband's, and he said, Oh, he didn't want it anymore? And I said, No. Actually, my husband died, and he would be really happy for you to have this jacket. And Max said to me, Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Go in that Dunkin' Donut, buy yourself a cup of coffee, put it on my tab, and come out and tell me all about your husband. I got a cup of coffee, and I sat on a milk crate, and I put my hands in his. Most people, when they realized that I had lost my husband, would be very compassionate and kind and certainly offer their condolences. What was different about this experience is he wanted to know 
all about my husband and what happened. Max died several years later, and when we went to his wake, there were so many people there, people who were employees in that strip of stores along where the Jersey Barrier was, people who lived in the high-rise apartment right behind us, people who worked at the Big Dig. This man, his inner spirit and his inner graciousness is really what touched all of us. He really shaped my nursing practice to not just look at the exterior, but to really always look beyond the exterior. To realize when you look into someone's eyes, you can really see the goodness deep within them. Kind World is produced by WBUR Boston. You can find more stories of kindness and share your own at wbur.org slash kindworld.